India charts the truth about the markets. So after doing two rounds of podcast last week you really have to come up with new news and events. Now there's a lot of flow happening but really Monday I was trying to figure out what I'd already said on Friday was playing out which is that the bounce was going to fade and we did get a new low on monday itself with a gap down and then we started to recover again from there so since then it's been the long discussion as to whether this is the larger wave b retracement rally or is this just another bounce that's going to be sold into so this has been the interesting discussion of the last three days and it's gone on and the way i wanted to look at it is purely looking at the indices and looking at the oversold condition might not completely give me the answer because it didn't the last time around and so what other factors should i really point towards and the one single factor which which uh, you would like to see impacted with all the policy action both on the domestic side and, and the international side on the domestic side we've not really done anything directly at the economy we really just dealt with the pending pandemic effects itself whether it involves tax filings and other risks uh, to the uh, revenue side in the near term so allowing people to have their time lower interest rates for late payments and so on and so that was taken care of uh, by the fm and the second one was of course today where they addressed uh, the possible giveaways they need to do for uh, different income groups especially the lower income groups and if people need money in emergencies being able to withdraw from their pfs and so on so a lot of other measures amounting to a lot because it's 1.7 lakh crores as they say really have not looked at the breakup of how that goes and simultaneously what you have is much more direct action uh, because i think in our case we've not taken direct action in, in in the form of really spending on the economy which is what i thought they would have done in the budget itself because we were already slowing and the rbi itself cutting rates further after the inflation expectations cooled off uh, they've really decided to wait and act when it has a bigger impact based on the words of the governor himself so if if that's the stance and maybe that's the government stance we'll do something when all this passes away and then when we do something it really has an impact then mostly the measures directly at the economy in india are going to only come after uh, you know couple of weeks maybe 3 weeks or more when this entire uh what should i say catastrophe which is almost global the pandemic itself uh fades to some extent uh, and right now we are just in the process of getting numbers to pick up because everywhere else numbers have exponentiated and in india being so populous we've still not seen that uh, either there's some lead lag effect or the measuring uh, i'm not sure people have different theories around it Uh, the studies by uh, icmr themselves showed that you know if we didn't take the actions we have done for a lockdown the numbers could have gone into uh, millions or uh, 1.5 million was a research uh, output which i shared on the email today so uh, but yeah it can be 60 70% less if you take this action which is what we have done so that we can really bring these numbers down and because there's a Uh, period before the symptoms really show up in individuals we'll only know over a couple of weeks whether that's happening but then it's been long since it's been spreading around the world the impact should have already shown up on the indian shore so really i don't know uh, we'll come to know how serious it gets but in the meantime we've taken action uh, to you know help people at least take care of themselves and stay safe uh, rather than you know spread it around so that part is done uh, and what the us is doing because their numbers are already spiking and uh, the shutdowns there it's a very different economy moment you have shutdowns uh, one thing that people would not know why did the payrolls number today come at 3.7 million jobless claims uh, and uh, i wouldn't have the perfect answer but 
uh, based on what i've been reading over the years there have been a lot of people who've gone for uh, a temporary work or what should i call part time work uh, so a lot of the jobs that were being that were showing up as employed were also jobs that were uh, part time workers and so those uh, the reason for that was that people uh, many of the uh, companies the small businesses didn't really want to pay out the medicare and other expenses and now when they are really to shut shop down uh, it's very easy to lay off uh, that lot of the people so since a large number of people fitted that category uh, since the uh, great recession uh, i guess the shutdown has just pushed them off the uh, uh, job circle and immediately filing for jobless claim so that's what has been happening and which is why i think uh, preempting that because those numbers uh, you know developed over a period of time uh, it was already in the news that the uh, servers and sites that uh, take those claims were actually hit by so much traffic that uh, they actually shut down for a while and so the government already prepared its uh, 2 trillion dollar plan which is likely to pass tonight which is probably why the snp's up uh, 3 to 4% tonight and has been bouncing up over the last couple of days in expectations that that package would be sufficient but that was all based on a possible 1.5 million number which is actually come out at 3.2 uh, which is really much larger than what most people would have thought so the us has prepared itself to intervene in the bond and other markets which are having the side effects of all of this because of the cash crunch and at least that part of the liquidity story will be uh, you know kept on hold uh, which means you hopefully will not hear uh, too much in the form of defaults in the short term but uh, that doesn't mean that you will turn around economic activity so all you are doing right now is backstopping the negative effect of much slower economic activity on the financial and credit side of the equation so by uh, what that's what this money will actually do is prevent that from going into a tailspin what it will not prevent is that you get uh, you know poor gdp and earnings numbers and confidence numbers over the next uh, quarter or two uh, before things uh, really start improving so i think that part is going to still happen which is why uh, is this bounce really going to work as expected and uh, so going back to what i said in the beginning what is the fact i'm going to watch what is all this targeted at the direct problem and and in macro it always goes back to either your currency or the bond market and the direct problem is really can be seen sometimes in the currency market the rising dollar for example was one of the issues uh, and as weakness showed up in most of the emerging market space i think the em currency index was a, was going into a tailspin in feb itself and i wrote about it then that index does not look at it like it's completed its move the big gyrations we are seeing since then though has been in the dollar index which is where all the debate and issue is the dollar index is the developed market currencies which initially went the other way diverging from the em currency pack weakened initially broke the lower end of its one year range which made it look like finally the bearish trend in the dxy is showing up and gold prices spiked but that breakdown didn't stay and in a few days later it came right back into that trading range and then shot off to the other side only to break out on the upside so now the breakout on the upside makes it look like the dollar bulls are right all commodities sold off not just the precious metals but copper crude and so that looked more like a clear cut deflationary trend so the dollar was really reflecting the deflation that was showing up across commodity prices not just the precious metals but the main commodities that reflect economic activity so clearly it was looking like a sign that deflation is on uh, and the dollar would continue to get strong not just among emerging currencies but also others because you also have everybody stimulating and when everybody stimulates they are weakening their currency against the dollar which just makes the dollar stronger so that's what we saw 
but now with the us coming out with a multi trillion dollar plan 4 trillion dollars maybe of what the fed is intervening uh, at least that's uh, and six another 2 trillion uh, which they are hoping to pass tonight is almost 6 trillion being talked of right now 20 to 30% of their gdp that's really huge and the question then is then does that push the dollar down again and so you've seen the dollar fall over the last 2 3 days and i've actually been doubting whether that fall will sustain or not even today i'm going to watch so i was initially watching the 101 level because clearly if the dxy or the dollar is the problem which is driving you know uh, which is showing up in demand uh, and pushing uh, down bond prices uh, across of various markets not just uh, the corporate debt but also various sovereign debt actually sold off and saw big spikes in bond yields over the last uh, few weeks uh, that followed the dollar rally and so if all of that is happening how do you stop it you probably try to push the dollar down again which is what the us has done by taking one more round of measures so it's like you know one round the us punches from that side then everybody else punches from the other side then they punch again from this side and that's what is going on but just imagine if everybody else is devaluing okay which means i mean india has not done so much yet but it has in a way ltros and other measures announced almost 1 to 2 lakh crores of direct bond purchases in the market uh but in some other places so when they are actually doing that they actually indirectly weakening their currency because it takes currency to really buy those bonds and if you are introducing a lot of new currency into the system then you're weakening your currency against whichever is the counterparty and for most currencies it is the dollar so if they are weakening themselves against the dollar and then the dollar is trying to weaken itself against them it doesn't stop the negative effect of what is happening in other currencies which means the other currencies like say the INR or anyone else their own bond prices their own currency prices will continue to weaken against the dollar so that could be one risk you have to continuously watch out for does that trend resume once these news events have passed through so give it a couple of days and see the impact and you really know what is going on and so i was watching the dollar index itself of course to see the impact of the current measures that the fed has taken this week which is the big news of the day and the dxy itself uh, moved below what i thought would could be a fourth wave triangle which means it's probably a wave to pull back but it's also on the edge of going back now again into that same trading range that it broke out of so it's broken on the downside gone back inside it broken on the upside attempting to go back inside it again which really makes the big dollar view the larger degree view in terms of where it's headed Uh, really confusing which it was for most of last year and now this is even more confusing because it breaks out and fails but anyway we are at the edge of that level i think it's close to around 100 or 100.4 which is where it would go back into that range uh, if you just take the trend line of all the highs of the last year and if it manages to find support at some retracement and goes back above you know uh, one and stays above 100 and on goes back above 100.4 i would sense that the dollar index still has its a larger upward trend intact so that's going to be the near term thing to watch for and if the dollar strengthens and if commodity prices remain weak which they are right now if you look at oil or copper none of them are moving it's just the equity prices which are gyrating all over the place based on the news flow but you are really not seeing it in commodity prices which are the direct reflection of the uh, demand and deflationary trends that have picked up over the last uh, couple of weeks so unless that changes i think risk is still there in the market uh, and the Uh, levels that we would watch for is probably you know i was looking at the hourly averages 8200 uh, 8400 most of which got taken out on the nifty today and uh, probably watch 9000 as a final level because that's around 38% of the last sell off which i could mark as a third wave uh, to really judge 
uh, whether we are getting another leg down so i think as long as you're below 9000 i would think that uh, there's still potential for a sell off same in the us us indices are also close to the 38% retracement previous swing high they're pushing above that a little bit right now but you'll have to watch for the rest of the day whether that sustains and whether it cools off from there and turns the other way and if that is the case then uh, we'll be uh, you know holding on to those key retracement levels and again looking for another leg down to develop despite all the news event flows that have happened which will get discounted and you the market will start looking at actual economic data rather than simply the liquidity injections that are trying to backstop the negative effect on the credit side but might not really change what might happen on the economic side right away so that's the picture of it and in india too the economic effects will only change once the government intervenes which probably they will after we've dealt with the pandemic crisis itself which is the more immediate crisis at hand uh, that needs to be attended to and is definitely important from a human and social point of view so that's what they're going to do and after that when they do take uh, some kind of measures we'll look at Uh, what impact they can have at the same time they've used up a lot of their uh, available space on the fiscal side and the capital side to uh, really help out on this crisis the amounts announced today are pretty large would definitely dent the fiscal side a bit for good cause but leaving little room for anything else to be done so that's the counter argument that's going to be there so they'll really have to argue with themselves to stretch their budgets uh, something they didn't want to do in the budget itself uh, but after this crisis for getting economic activity back maybe they will have to so that's what we'll watch out for but the next couple of weeks it's not likely to be the case and definitely given the impact on the global economy the next couple of quarters one or two quarters definitely we're going to see negative impact on gdp growth and earnings growth is what is likely to be the case that markets will start pricing in so that's all on this update from me today thank you Nothing in this podcast is investment advice. Views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work. Please consult a registered financial advisor for the same. And yes, please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge.